again, I'm doing this with your permission, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning into my podcast today. This is a very precious sister friend I'm talking with. We've been talking for quite some time today, and I asked permission to share her reflections of being a part of Women on the Grow and a little bit about her journey. She is, she is so excited. And I was like, you know what? I, I know that my audience would benefit by hearing how good God has been in your life. Thank you so much, honey, for saying yes. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jewel. Thank you so much for having me. It's just amazing how God is and how he would use um, a conversation. I'm calling you to say thank you. And you would invite me, you know, to speak to the audience and speak to the masses and encourage other women. And so I'm very grateful and thankful to be here with you. And that's what you do. And that's what I knew about you the first time I met you. I knew that's what you love to do. It's just that sometimes the tables turn and we're yes. the one that needs support and we're the one that's in need of prayer. And uh, so I knew that when I asked you that you probably would say yes, because you are a beautiful servant and vessel for God. And uh, I'm so grateful. Could you share briefly how you were sharing with me after all you've been through, even from childhood up into the recent circumstances that you, uh, you feel free of having any shame or guilt? This is something that I really want those that are part of our um, community to understand the importance of being free of shame and guilt. Yes, yes, yes. And so As you know, I am a certified life coach. I am a speaker. I'm a best-selling author, all those things, right? And so what God showed me, though, was once I accomplished those things, there was still a heaviness and a weightiness on me. And the weightiness and the heaviness was guilt and shame. And it wasn't so much the guilt and shame of the attempted suicides, but it was still the weight of the reasons why I even attempted suicide. And so my younger childhood was, you know, I had a few experiences of molestation. You know, I was 10 and 12 and 13 from grown men, you know, and then I was in a domestic violence situation in my home. And so, um, you know, even though I grew up and God had removed those things, removed me from those situations, I did not know until I started working with other women and I started to, so to speak, be thrust into the public. I didn't realize how much guilt and shame and the weight that I was still feeling, which caused me to still get sick and get ill and leave my place that I where I was living, you know, and I wound up being homeless um, for two years. And even though I was living with my daughter, you know, most people will say, you know, you weren't necessarily homeless. And no, I wasn't homeless on the street, but I was displaced. And so that experience even put more guilt and shame upon mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that you're distinguishing between being homeless and being displaced. Uh, a lot of people, because of the pandemic or even before the pandemic, because of divorce or unemployment or loss of a loved one or whatever, they find themselves displaced sitting, you know, sleeping on someone's couch or sleeping with a family member, Uh, you know, and so for you to be so transparent in your conversations with me of how you navigated um, through the the COVID experience, the abuse, uh, being displaced, 
And then you were sharing how you feel so connected through the women on the grow, how you have felt the presence of God through these women that are reaching out to you and how God is answering your prayers. Could you kind of share a little bit about that? Yes. And so because, you know, again, because I'm that one that's helping others, right? Um, I thought I was at a place where, okay, all of that's behind me, right? I'm not going through that anymore. I'm helping women. I'm doing great. And all of a sudden, the rugs pull from under me. And I didn't know what to do. You know, I, and again, I felt shame because I felt like, Lord, I'm helping all these women. How is this happening to me? Um, who do I reach out to? And because as you know, sometimes when you're in a leadership position, and I don't think it's it's not a judgment thing, but sometimes people just don't know how to support you when, you know, the rug is pulled from under you. And so I found myself in a place where people didn't really know how to support me. It was just, um, oh, girl, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. But God, in his, just the way he works and his strategic hand, he placed you and your sister Joy in my life. And from the moment, and that's why I was so excited today, because I thought about it, it was like an aha moment. I'm like, wow, Joy and Jewel were there from the very day that I became displaced up until now that I have my own place again. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited because the women on the grow. I'm thankful and grateful to God that no matter what we go through, he always has a ram in the bush. He yes. there's experiences. I'm, I'm realizing that for whatever reason, I had to have this experience for the last two years. Right. But strategically, he said, OK, he knew it like he you know, he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider, the provision. He knew that this would all happen. But the thing he did was he set me up with women on the grow. And the women on the grow, I've met so many women who were so willing to just say to me, oh, I've been through that. Oh, I've been there. And it was so refreshing, um, Jewel. And it was so, um, it touched my soul. It's what my soul needed because I didn't need to be judged. I didn't need anybody to say, oh, well, how did that happen to you? And you're doing all of this, mm -hmm. you know? I just, I needed to purge. I needed to talk about what was going on. And so it started with you. And then, and the thing I love about you, Jewel, is that although you are the founder of Women on the Grow and you're our leader and God has placed you in our lives to help us, you have a way of saying you know what? I want you to go to this one. I want you to go to that person. I'm going to give you a number to this one. And I love that about you because what you're teaching, and, and I don't even know if you even know this, but what you're teaching me is how to be a real leader. A real leader is not just bossy. You know, you didn't just say, okay, I'll do everything. I'll you know, you just said to me, listen, I want you to call this person. I'm going to give this person your number. This is this is where these resources are. And in doing that, right, I'm reaching out to women. And before I even get to ask them or before they even get to tell me what they have for me as far as material things, there's conversation. There's mm. conversation. There's prayers. Yes. There's tears, there's purging, there's there's catharsis. There's so much that 
goes on in the soul. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm supposed (laughs) to give you a table. I'm supposed to do this. But it's just so amazing. And I know I sound really emotional and and I'm probably all over the place, but there's such a joy that I have from being in Women on the Grow because being around you and, and the other women on Women in the Grow, and, and these are women who are doing things in life, right? Who are making a difference. But for me, it's like, I know I'm going to be okay. Yes. I know I'm going to be okay. It may look like this right now, but everything God promised me, everything he gave me, he didn't take it away. I just had to have an experience. But in that experience, and this is what I want, people to understand, women to understand, we're having experiences. It's not a mistake. Um, You know, it's not a mistake. Don't beat up on yourself because I did that to me. I beat up on myself for so long for all the things that had happened to me in all my life. And the Lord had to sit down and shake me and let me know. And he did this by myself and he did it through other women, letting me know that these are experiences that I allowed you to go through so that I can take you to another place. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why, Jewel. I don't know why, you know, some of the stuff that in order to get from A to B, we have to experience some of the things that we experience, right? You've had your things that you had to experience. But there's something about God that in there, in that valley, in that valley, if we pay attention, he sends great women, great people into our lives to help us through. And that's what he did with women in a grow. And, and, and I think about that, like the entire two years of this experience, you and your sister Joy have been there for me. And I'm just so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. And I'm really excited about life, about what he's going to do now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, so... You know, and it's so wonderful to hear your reflections. And I can tell that you are just bursting with gratitude. And that is part of the journey is having the gratitude. You become a living magnet to draw into your life what you need. Um, You never played the victim role. And you must understand that giving and receiving are the same thing. So in us giving to you through all the different um, resources and wonderful women, the prayers, the furniture, the support, the the legal support, um, all of those things, we're happy to do it because we know what we're supposed to be doing. And so I was so glad when you didn't resist. And I'm so glad when I heard you say, well, I don't want to be greedy. No, you're not being greedy. You are fulfilling our purpose is to give. Yes. Um, what is the point of us establishing our 501c3 if no one is taking advantage of what we have to offer? And I'm so proud of each and every sister queen and our tribe because of the diversity. But the one thing that threads us together is this heart of giving. Yes. Uh, we are mature women that have been through so much. We've yes. been through divorces. We've been through 
parenting. We've been through caregiving. We've been through homelessness. We've been through unemployment. We've been through loving, uh, uh, bearing loved ones. We've been through betrayal. We've been through abuse. We've been through, you know, all of these things that that people are going to experience in life. But your feedback, just fills me with so so much joy because the one thing we always say, we want this to be a safe place to heal. We yes. want this to be a safe place to express your needs. And if we don't have it, we can get in touch with others that want to give and want to serve and want to pray and want to listen. And what's so important is that you feel connected. Yes. You feel connected because as you say, we just don't say, oh, here's here's so-and-so, and then just drop the call. We we like to have a conversation. We like to pray with you. We want to laugh with you. We want to get to know yes. you. And, and yes. you've been giving yourself. And so I wanted this conversation to be recorded so that others could hear that it's possible to have safe sisterhood. That yes, it's possible it is. that when you are going through and when you look at the word through, part of the word through is rough. And when it gets rough... Mm. When it gets rough mm. and we can come out with our hands up in the air and say, thank you, Lord, that mm-hmm. you sent rams in the bush. Huh? Yes. You put your <laughs> hands up in the air and say, Lord, it was rough, but I'm on the other side of through. the other you side. Know? It's such and so it just filled my heart when you called me to say, Jewel, I am so grateful to the women that are responding and I don't have to feel embarrassed and I don't feel like yes. I'm being greedy because I'm asking for what I need because I remember sending you a text and saying, okay, well, um, you're moving into your own place now. Um, we're going to send you some things. What else do you need? And you said, Jewel, I need everything. And I wanted to just <laughs> smile because it was like, that's honest. Yes, because I I need everything. And then for you to be connected to another sister in our tribe who has a storehouse and she has her own 501c3 and she's saying, come and get what you need. I'm like, Lord, you are mighty. He's mighty. Yes. And and because what happened, I had stuff in storage, but um, it was damaged in storage. And so there Mm. were, Mm. it was dust mites and it, it was just, it, it, the things that I had, I could not use it. So everything pretty much, I, I'm just like, okay, Lord, I have to start all over, you know, from the, but from the beginning, um, you know, start all over from the bottom and, you know, again, and, and someone said, well, why don't you, you know, have a housewarming. And, um, so I just did like a virtual thing. You know, I started a little list on Amazon and, and it wasn't big, but people responded, women responded, and, and I'm very thankful and grateful, but I will tell you the one thing that really, really has touched my heart is the women on the grow that have called me and sent me cards during my illness. And you mm-hmm. know, when I was ill, um, COVID mm-hmm. was really bad for me. And mm-hmm. then even getting the vaccination was, it was like having COVID all over again. And I promise you, for the past like four months of this year, I said, Lord, how much more can I take? Uh-huh. How much more are you going to put on me? But the cards, and, and I just, any any woman that's thinking that here's my voice and you're thinking that I don't have any friends, I don't know anyone. The women that I know, you know, they're catty and, and they talk behind my back and, and things of that nature. I promise you, 
reach out to Jewel. Reach out to Dr. Jewel Diamond Taylor because, and it's so funny that Dr. Reverend Linda Wiggins and I were having a conversation this morning and she said, I can't believe that there's no cattiness that goes on. And we both started laughing. And I was saying to her, I know that's what I love about them. But for me, that's what I love about women on the grow that I'm able to purge Mm. and speak about the things that has happened in my life. And women just say, I know I've been there. And so that and that's and I think that's the message that all of us want, right? All of us that do the work that we do, um, and I'm excited too to be to be healthy again, and you know, be in my own place, and and I know God is taking me so high again, and I'm so proud to be a part of Women on the Grow because this is going to be a testimony for me, and this is going to be a part of the journey. You know, I now, as a woman on the grow, I can't wait until I get those phone calls and those texts that says, hey, Debbie, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. sick. They need a card or somebody mm-hmm. is, you know, homeless. Like, I'm. those are things that I'm looking forward to. And I know, you know, for some people it's, yes, I'm thankful and grateful for my house, thankful and grateful for a new car. But the, the most that I'm more thankful and grateful is that, I'm healed. I'm whole. My mind is clear again. Thank you, Lord. And so when I get those texts that says someone's sick, you know, I can get up, you know, I can go to the store now and get me a box of cards. So when someone's (laughs) sick, right, that's the kind of stuff. We will add your name to our Sunshine Greeting Card Ministry. Those ladies are so, that they're so on it. And I tell you, the feedback we get from women that are dealing with breast cancer and dealing with so many hardships, they just said, tell me, Jewel, you know, because one of the reasons I wanted to do that is because we are living in an age of high technology and low touch. And Mm -hmm. and I'm a mature woman. And most of the people that are in the tribe, we're mature women. And we remember sending out Hallmark cards and going to the store and getting stamps and addressing envelopes. Our younger people don't know about that. They just send a text or send an emoji. And so for women to see that somebody made the effort to get a card, take it to the post office, write little messages in there, send a prayer. They're like, oh, my God, this is this is a. Art. This is a skill that many people yes. are losing, and yes. we just are yes. so grateful that you want to be a part of that now. Oh, um, I do. You you would be amazed at the requests that we get of people that are going through. Uh, maybe, no, you wouldn't be amazed, but <laughs> we're just so yes. happy um, that yes. you have such an amazing praise report. We are rejoicing with you. I thank you so much for sharing your testimony because it's not about Jewel Diamond Taylor. It's about the Lord. It's about the work. It is. It's about the mission. It's about the purpose. It's about women healing. It's about women laughing and being restored and being redeemed and feeling whole again. As you said, you are, you are a living testimony. You are a living vessel and I thank God for your openness, your transparency, your love. Uh, when I first met you, I knew you were some special, some kind of special lady. And oh, I'm, praise um, God. yes, yes. And so he's aligning women that we share a, a very similar heart and outlook of yes. our spiritual walk and our spiritual mandate. Uh, we may not have a large effect like some of the big celebrities, but we can do the work. Oh, we right do where yes. we are. 
and we're right, grateful we for your testimony. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Thank I you. and I and I did want to say this. Um, on some yes, it's about the Lord. We know that we're doing His work, but what I've learned from this experience is that it is about us. Like it is about you. It is yes. about Joy. It is about Yetta. It is about mm-hmm. Diane. Because mm-hmm. if we don't show up, mm-hmm. how's He going to use us? You and so. It. It's not from a place of vanity, but it's from a place of reality. Yes, we know hands down. We don't even have to say it, that it's about the Lord. This is the Lord's work. This is his doing. The Holy Spirit works through us. But if we don't show up, uh, Tracy Shields Johnson, if she doesn't show up and lay hands on people doing mm-hmm. what she does, you know, there's so many women who come to uh, Natalie Randall. And, and I'm I'm using names because... There are women who are out there who are doing their thing now and Mm -hmm. people don't even know that they come through women on the grow, but it's really, really, um, I don't even have a word for it, but it's amazing to me that for the past two years, every woman that I've been positively, I'm not going to say every woman, but there's a, there's a cluster of women that I've been positively um, impacted, who, who has positively impacted my life. And don't you know, they have some type of connection to women on the grow and Dr. Mm. Jewel Diamond Taylor. Mm. So on some level, Jewel, it is about you because there are things that happen in your life that you could have said, Lord, I'm going to stop and I'm just going to go heal. You could have left and went to an island or went to Malibu somewhere and stayed there and said, I have to heal. You could have just licked your wounds and said, I need, I don't want to deal with nobody anymore. But you didn't do that. You didn't do that. And because you kept going, you teach so many of us how to keep going. And Hmm. also, you know, when we get to a certain age in life, we become mature in life. And a lot of us are mature women as myself and others, but we still have the wounds from, again, the traumatic experiences that we've suffered through as children. At any given moment, when that stuff creeps up, it affects our lives now. But you teach us, what you teach us is how to keep going. And I'm going to share this this story on on the air because I you know it's funny now, but I remember one you know one session we were having and I was crying and it was at the beginning of this journey and I was just telling you about you know the molestations and domestic violence and all of this all of the things that had went through me right and that 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 I went through and and you listened intently and then you said to me, "Well, Debbie, what year is this?" right now. And I said, 2018, you said, Hmm. And you said, well, are any of those people present? And I said, no. And you said, mm-hmm. well, do you live in New Jersey or in California? And I said, California. You said, hmm. <laughs> and then at that moment I stopped and I said, wow, she's good <laughs> because <laughs> without judgment, without talking too much, right. Without showing your skills and, and, you just ask me simple questions that help me ground myself. And so it is about you, Jewel. 
it is about you on some level because if you didn't show up, even in the midst of your trials and tribulations, if you didn't show up, many of us could not experience the level of joy, happiness, success, personal Mm. success, uh, professional success. You know, many of us could not experience what we're experiencing. And so again, I'm grateful and thankful that for the past three years, since 2018, you've been here with me and you've been holding my hand um, Mm. without me even knowing it. The little things, the text, the little, just the little things you do for me, you know, and you're so mature and all the women on women and women of the grow are so mature, but they're real because they have real experiences. And instead of laying down and licking their wounds, they have decided this is a group of women who have decided I'm going to grow through this experience. And that is what I've learned. And through that, I'm so excited to see what God has for me. I'm so excited to be able to give back on another level in a Mm -hmm. different way than I did before. So my my journey and my experience was not in vain. The the, the Mm -hmm. COVID, the displacement, the illness, everything, none of it was in vain. And I am excited for what God is going to do through me. Um, and excited to take on another role in women on the grow. I'm, I'm grateful. This is this is so rich and such a blessing. You you spoke to my soul and my spirit, and uh, I'm going to be quiet and just say I received what you said. Um, it really touched my soul and my spirit to get that affirmation from you, and it's put some fuel into my faith tank. And I thank you for that. And I bless everyone that is hearing this message that what our sister Debbie said today is going to get some fuel into your faith tank. And no matter what valley or wilderness or storm you are in, you're going to get through it. But you must be connected to those that are purposed to be a blessing and add to your life. And I speak against and I rebuke anything that will cause you to resist the love of God as he uses people to walk hand in hand with you to get to the other side. Thank you so much, my sister. Thank you so much for being available. And um, I'm rejoicing with you. And I know when you called me today, you said you also got a new job this week. So God is restoring. Hallelujah. (laughs) So. I know you've got to get busy uh, getting your place in order, getting adjusted to the new job. And I thank you for taking the time out of all this transition just to share your love and your reflections. It means more to me than you could ever imagine. And I will be sharing this on our podcast series. Yes. And I thank you so much. I look forward to our next trip. Yes. Forward to our next trip. And I look forward to you know, just more love, just more love, more connections from our women on the grove. Amen. And so it is. Love you, my sister queen. We'll be in touch. I love you too, Jill. Bye-bye.